What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, everyone. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're gonna stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. I just want to play hockey. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We are back after a week hiatus, and I'm going to tell you right now, not looking good for next week. we got to go to a wedding on Sunday. I'll be out of town as well. And Kevin's going to be out of town, so unless Tommy really... Uh, steps up here. <laughs> Looks like we're missing uh, next week as well. So I will be in town, but uh, I shan't be recording. So it's Tommy's fault. Yeah, blame Tommy. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm out of town in two weeks. So oh mm. well, I'm also out of town in two weeks. So oh, <laughs> might go solo. Might have a solo pod. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, it's been done before. Actually, could, oh, uh, actually, no. I'll be in town on Tuesday or on Monday. Okay. You can do impressions of us. Oh yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, we'll we'll figure something out, maybe. Anyway, back to today. And before we get going, a couple things to go over. Um, the first, I'm going to tell you guys a little story. So we are recording on Monday, and this morning in Dallas, there was a shooter at the Federal Building. Now, in the morning, I usually walk right by that Federal Building on the way to work. But we were recording the podcast today, so I drove to work, avoided the federal building altogether. Wow. So in some ways, you could say this pod, at the very least, kept me out of danger, and at the very most, saved my life. So wow. thank you to the pod. Duck call to the to the Duck call to the Quack Attack pod. I got to get my duck call out. And thanks to the listeners for uh, making us continue to do this. So uh, without you guys, we wouldn't be doing this at all. That's probably true yeah we would have done a couple and then like hey no one's listening we should uh you know find a better way to spend our monday afternoons <laughs> evenings nights yeah so duck call to the pod and duck call to um everybody out there listening <laughs> and let's move on now to the second point of interest and it relates actually more to the pod so as I posted on Twitter and Facebook, we've switched uh, our feed provider. So this really isn't going to affect you except in one way. Uh, we're going to try to actually like make a little bit of money off of this. So you're going to hear some ads in the episodes coming up. Uh, hopefully they won't be too intrusive. And uh, you'll get to hear me stumble over uh, ad reads. So it it's, took, it's pretty fun. Yeah. It took me four takes for this first one. So hopefully I get better. But you'll hear that, and uh, yeah, just be on the lookout, and if you have any questions, concerns, that kind of stuff, you know where to find us, thequackattack.com, at quackattackpod on Twitter, facebook.com, slash quackattackpod. Anyway, I was trying to say fast. Anyway, let's move on now to um, everyone's favorite feature uh, regarding Kevin losing money, and if you're unfamiliar, Kevin bought $300 worth of Kin Token back in December 2017. And it has decreased and decreased and was down to 11, like 28 or something, was up to $14 last time we checked. Kevin, do you have an update for us? Uh, we're back down to uh, $10.10. Oh, Is this an all-time <laughs> low? 
Uh, I think it's dipped into the single digits before. Mm, almost. Uh, almost I think it's dipped record. somewhere around nine before. But so this is the first. This is the lowest for a while. I haven't looked at it in quite a while. But wow. Yeah. Devastating. But there's those two moments when you thought you were a trillionaire. So uh, fun fact about I don't know if this is not a fun fact for my my kin token holdings, but they were slapped with a lawsuit from the SEC, I believe, a kick its parent company was. Uh, it's kind of like I think it's kind of the first of its of its kind. Is it um, because so it, they've been listening to our podcast and they've been tracking <laughs> it? Possibly, possibly. But yeah, I they tweeted at like they they tweeted out the press release that the SEC put out announcing it, and they were like, "Thank you. This will finally provide some clarity." So that'll be something to be on the lookout for. Um, so you purchased it for $300 and I may have already asked you this, but was it ever above $300? Did you purchase it and then it like went up to, uh, I don't know. It might've briefly done that. There was like a, a, a cryptocurrency craze around that time whenever I bought it because of the crypto kitties mm. kind of was driving a lot of that. Um, and then it just kind of slowly decreased from there. When you bought this one, was it like between this one and another one? No, it was based on like a uh, a recommendation from like a friend of a friend who had made some money in crypto. And uh, I think, I mean, unless this or when, whenever this takes off, uh, up to this point, he must have just missed on this one. <laughs> yeah. Real close. Yeah. All right. Let's That's move. your crypto lesson for the day, folks. Yeah. Let's move off of this depressing topic, <laughs> at least depressing for Kevin. And move on to a t- topic and uh, a feature that Kevin just suggested to us and we decided to run with. Uh, Kevin, do you want to explain? Uh, sure. Oftentimes, uh, a lot of these aren't sent directly at us, but uh, our Quackalites find them. They hunt them down. Um, and so I think we're gonna, we are gonna might have to workshop the name a little bit, but it'll be uh, Worst Tweet of the Week. Um, I can't guarantee we'll always have one, but... Um, I'll go ahead and read the first bad worst tweet of the week, I guess. Um, and this one comes from uh, Andrew Nadeau, zero, on Twitter. Wow. Um, who's Meh Giver, um, is his name. All right. Um, All right. That's okay. <laughs> uh, so his tweet is, hey, guy, just a reminder that in, that in every Mighty Ducks movie, they lose because they're bad at hockey. And then they win after working out some emotional issues, but without ever becoming better at hockey. And that's not how hockey or literally anything works. Your reaction. Terrible tweet, first of all, Tommy. My my first reaction is I I can get behind people having bad opinions, but this one is just factually incorrect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They do drills. They are practicing hockey. Mm -hmm. You don't shoot the puck at your teammate. You sail it. Mm -hmm. Did you miss that? They pick up the trash. You know, yeah, they, they teach Luis how to stop in D2. It's like they're not just doing anything. Now, of course, they do find like find themselves, you know, but they're also training. It's like in every single one of these movies, they do training, and there's like long montages about it. Mm-hmm. They, they skate in shopping malls. I mean, yeah, that can't be bad for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as I said on Twitter, like the montages are the key, as, as Tommy alluded to there. So... Yeah, you have the montage of Goldberg learning to become a goalie and not being afraid of the puck and using the eggs and all that. They teach so, Fulton how to skate? Yeah, so they have that. Yeah, you have D2 is, I think, a little iffy, but you're working on the premise that they're Team USA. They're the best in the country to a certain extent. 
and they just need to sort of come together as a team instead of being all these individuals from different places. So you do have, as Tommy said, you do have the Louis skating, you do have that, and then, I mean, D3 was all about hockey improvement almost. It was about, you know, being a team and then picking up the trash and playing defensive hockey. That was like one of the main themes in the whole... play two-way hockey. Yeah, you can't just be a showboat, like... That's the whole part. Like, Orion spent the whole semester working on getting his team to play two-way hockey, and then they finally did it against the varsity. So I don't think that's, oh, they came together and it was a kumbaya moment. No. So, terrible tweet. And if you find any more tweets, just uh, tweet them at us, and we'll include this in an occasional feature. Uh, Kevin, anything else to say on this tweet here? Uh, no, just that it's, uh, it's our worst tweet of the week. Um, and for, for if anyone wants to workshop that name with us, yeah. let us know, and we can come up with something. We might need a hashtag, too. Yeah, I like that. I think we, we need some stats on the tweet, like comments versus retweets versus mm-hmm. likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that will be a good addition. But, yeah, new feature, as Kevin said. We might not do it every week, but we'll do it occasionally. J- okay, so those stats for this one. 242 retweets. Okay. Uh. 2,515 likes. Wow. Wow. How many replies? Uh, that's not an easy thing to like. Yeah, you need like a tweet deck for the yeah. replies. Can't see that. All right, I'll put it in Michael the show. Michael, well, what's yeah. the... I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Let's move on. <laughs> we are already almost 10 minutes into the episode. We haven't <laughs> moved on to the topic. So, Tommy, what is the topic at hand today? So, uh, the topic today um, is going to be... What if Adam Banks never left the Hawks? And so we've kind of done iterations of this before, like what if the uh, the Ducks lost to the Hawks, or what was like what was the Mighty Ducks movies like? You know, kind of behind the lens of Adam Banks. Um, but this will be some good speculative fiction about what happens if Adam Banks doesn't leave the Hawks. Yeah. So this came to me when I was doing research for the trivia contest, which you'll hear. Uh, the third round of coming up this episode. But there's a point where Riley, when they're in Ducksworth's office, says something about, you know, Banks will stay on the Hawks and then at the end of the season they'll redraw the district lines do, as they should be. Do some gerrymandering? Yeah. So, well, my question was, I mean, obviously Hans has some sort of involvement because he says, like, you know, the lake isn't the district boundary anymore. And then Bombay figures out Banks is inside. But should the district line have been like it always was? Or did Hans sort of move this knowing that, I guess that's a long play, knowing that Bombay was going to get in trouble and need a ringer? Is it possible that Hans moved this line before the season maybe he moved the lake <laughs> oh that's deep well the lake couldn't be that deep if he's moving <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. um <laughs> you know it's it's possible we talked about hans you know having cops on his payroll and everything and so we could have kind of orchestrated this whole dui and Everything. I think the question is, when did they move the boundary? Yeah. And so maybe he moved it several years earlier. He's kind of waiting for Gordon to like have this fuck up moment to like come back, because I doubt it would have been done like the season prior. Because if it is done like that season, and then it's kind of like a very 
clear like oh hey this actually was actually just an honest bookkeeping mistake we are going to fix it it's only been like this for a month this was the one player affected we can keep him on that team or he knew it would wreck the hawks chemistry so he waited until this happened or until he could bring this up mm-hmm. and intentionally ruin the hawks chemistry while Maybe not enhancing immediately the chemistry of the Ducks, but definitely the talent. He probably had a huge wager against the Hawks to start the year. Mm, <laughs> mm, I like it. I like it. Yeah. And then he has someone on the, like, a board association for that league. Well, there's, that like, just a guy who, like, pushes the boundary a like, bit. brings the, like, the paperwork to the Hawks, right? Yeah. With Bombay. I imagine it's that guy. Oh, got it. Yeah. I, Hans yeah. has like dirt on him, so he's this guy on the inside. So he just sort of redraws it when no one's paying attention. I like it. I like it. I who, mean, who who would be in charge of enforcing that? I mean, I, I think, as I said, you probably have city? some sort of board for the league or the the hockey association that's paying attention to this. And I'm trying um, to remember like how our pee wee football growing up worked. Oh, well, it's probably like. So when I played, like, not, like, the official Little League Baseball, but, you know, baseball as a kid, I remember, you know, kind of wondering. Baseball for dummies. Essentially, (laughs) yeah, that's what it is. Um, You know, kind of wondering how you get in teams. I think they just, like, take the pool of players and they just, like, distribute it when they're, like, that young and it's not like there's a draft. Um, But there is a draft of players, like, at when you get a little bit older toward, like, middle school. I, I remember even as early as fifth grade, it was determined by... Some sort of districting, mm-hmm. but there are always ways around that too. Like if you play, if you transferred to another, like if you were a transfer student at another school, you could go play for that school. Well, those even are like you're school in that teams. District. Well, even this was like it was like a pool of elementary schools. I don't know. It's kind of confusing, but I remember. So I coached like um like a bunch of sixth graders. I think it's poor um, sixth graders. <laughs> yeah. So me and a couple of buddies, we coached them in basketball, and we it was like. There's an A league and like a B league, and like the B league were like the bad players. Um, <laughs> except we had one really good player who was like the younger brother of one of our coaches, and so that's how like we got him because he was his brother. Mm. And so then you like draft the rest of your team. And I remember like the center we drafted, his height was listed wrong, and so like, he actually ended up being like a really really good player. But we thought he was like five ten as like mm. a a sixth grader or something like that, but he was not. <laughs> um, but anywho, it was done via draft um, and had boundaries, had nothing to do with it, just because it was like a city light wide thing. And it wasn't like a, it was a suburb. I, I do wonder, maybe this wouldn't be a problem in Minnesota, but like teams not having enough players, like how they would solve for that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe there's some rules for that. But uh, yeah, I think I think from what we know. Well, well one, in, sorry to interrupt, but one thing Riley says is like nobody makes a team next year. So I wonder if there's tryouts. Like yeah. for each district, if you will. And so like district five, there obviously just aren't enough kids that are coming out for the team. Um, like they've got what, like seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that like with the assumption that there's like a B league? No, I think it's just, there's just one yeah. league and like, there's so those other team. Hawks kids that or that, that try out for the Hawks and don't make the, the team, they just don't get to play hockey. Well, they got to go to, yeah, like a different, that's true. Association. A different league. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, yeah. So you have one team per district. And then you have all the kids try out for this one team, I guess. So yeah, it's like the Hunger Games, man, that's tough. <laughs> it is. You, what you it think is. some of these like guys who weren't good enough to play for the Hawks could just go play in District Five? 
Yeah, but, but I guess I'm they don't like live. The, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they have they, to live in district, and then they have to make the team beyond that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you, you yeah you would assume there's some sort of league for like the ten year olds that didn't make the Hawks, or there's a Hawks B team somewhere, but maybe we don't see him, or maybe it's a completely different league that's uh, more uh, upstanding, and it's like actually recognized by you know Minnesota hockey or whatever. So let's go back though. That was a bit of a tangent to start <laughs> off, but I, it was something that struck me like, oh, Riley said these lines were wrong. So were they actually wrong or were they right and just no one noticed? But I think we're saying Hans made them right with a little uh, secretive move there by uh, a little get, uh, coercion. Yeah, maybe. getting some influence. With, but yeah, I do agree that it would have to be probably a few years out, and he's just hoping that there's a good play. He probably knows Banks coming up if Banks is a superstar, so he's got his ear to the ground. So we'll uh, we'll table that for now. I feel like we could talk about that more, but let's move on to actual Adam Banks. So let's say so. So I guess our assumption is that the lines are, we'll say, Riley. Riley's move pays off, right? So they go through, they say the lines are wrong, and then they agree that Banks stays on the team the rest of the season, they redraw the lines, and Banks remains a hawk. Yeah, so so basically Banks remains a hawk. Everything else happens the same. Gordon still loses his job, um, but Banks is still a hawk. I mean, I think the assumption has to be like the Ducks don't even like, come out of the first round of the playoffs. I'm not even sure they make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they need Banks to beat the Huskies. Banks scores a key goal to beat the Huskies. Maybe Fulton gets a tie and they somehow get in on a tiebreaker against the Huskies or something like that. But you would figure they probably lost the first game to the Huskies. So, yeah, I don't I don't really see any viable route for the Ducks to make the playoffs if they don't have Adam Banks. The, the only way that I could see them potentially I, I don't think they would be as good but I think like a player like Jesse or somebody becomes like even more fired up that they get like hosed oh, no. by this you know so his like anger kind of takes another form uh, in like a good way as opposed to like just the little dick that he is after <laughs> after they get Adam Banks um, so maybe that's a possibility. It kind of like fires up the Ducks. But I, c- I could I see them doing that. That can only take you so far, I think. I think so. Maybe I think there is a sole chance for them to make the playoffs. Then, okay, if that happens, if they're just like charged up after that, and and maybe Banks goes and or not Banks, uh, Bombay goes and finds some other like underhanded tactic, like he mm-hmm. goes and poisons the Huskies or something like. that. Or maybe he does it, depending on how the league is laid up. Maybe he goes and finds all those kids that were cut oh, by the Hawks. Yeah, and, and kind of. Uh, Makes or just a deal. some paperwork. About, yeah, it makes like, a deal that okay, you can keep banks, but we're we're getting these kids yeah, from your district. These kids all live in the same apartment that's just on the other <laughs> side of the district line. I like go. that. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, maybe you have a whole new Mighty Ducks team. So, do they I, make the playoffs, or do they? If they make the playoffs, how far do they go? But before I answer, I I think there's no way that Bombay lets this happen without some sort of a deal. I don't think there's any possibility. Like he's oh. he's just like okay, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that like he's just too good of like an attorney 
Yeah. So, so he's gonna be like, fine. Like, well, you have. There's to, something. There's a. There's well, something. Every else. team should make the playoffs. Then. Or oh, like, or cool. like it's like you know. Like, yeah. You, you keep banks, but you. like you give us like an extra three points in the table or something yeah. like that. For I this like mistake. that. Yeah. So he he talks his team into the playoffs. Um, do they have like the coming together moment where then then they go out and beat the Hornets? Um, how far do they go if Bombay has to talk his team into the playoffs? Well, we've talked about how Banks is like, you know, the ultimate ringer. Um, we've compared him to like the Icebox and like, you know, um, what's his name from the Big Green? Juan. Juan, yeah. Um, Juan Morales. And I think I always said that Juan was the better ringer, and I, but Banks was like. I don't know. I I think it's very. He he averaged like 18 goals a game by one (laughs) statistic. But at the same time, like clearly the Ducks had some talent to begin with. They just didn't realize it. Like Charlie becomes like an an all world caliber player (laughs) by the time he gets to Eaton Hall. And so I think um, I think they get to the playoffs. Maybe they push out of the first round. I, I certainly don't think they could ever beat the Hawks. Although I guess they play them. They beat them essentially without Banks. In like the third period, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I just can't see that. Yeah. yeah, and that's like a moment in a vacuum. Like a yeah. team can get hot for like short periods, yeah. Of time, and but that's, it's so hard to sustain. They're not going to get to the playoffs, then yeah. win two games I, to get to the championship, then beat the Hawks. I, I think there's like an ancillary thing too, where uh, like not only does Banks joining the team just make the team more talented, obviously, um, but you have to assume somewhere along the way, like Banks kind of coaches them up a little bit too just because he's so knowledgeable about the game they're they're um, watching him too like. yeah so i think they're they're you also have to factor that in like yeah. they don't absorb any of the knowledge and skill that that you would assume kids would pick up from just a better player that's a good point so we're saying the ducks make the playoffs maybe lose first second round i think ducks so make the playoffs but they don't earn their way into the playoffs yeah 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 Maybe if they get lucky, get to the finals and then get crushed like by the another Hawks. team gets the measles or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then they get crushed by the Hawks. So the Hawks go on; they win going away, add to the championship. Tommy. So we've never talked about Hans and germ warfare, but how did this one team get the measles? Yeah, mm. we've we've discussed. I think we have discussed that. Like Hans probably. Was he leading like an anti-vax measles. movement in some district to get the, all these <laughs> kids to get quite the measles? The long con. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, yeah, he uh, he's just waiting. It's like there's like a dormant disease, and like he just like, or he knows a doctor that you know just yeah. Injects, oh, he's just like oh, they have measles. He injects yeah. or he injects the he you know it's like a placebo vaccine just for those kids. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we I we've touched on it before, but I think. Hans is definitely behind this team getting... Well, so then maybe there's, like, other diseases he can trigger. Oh! Yeah. So, like, so the Ducks, forcing... like, oh, this team has the measles, this team has the chicken pox, this, this team's got <laughs> I, I'll the I'll say mumps. this, though. If he know. does have, like, all this other power that we say he wields, like, you'd think that he'd figure out another way other than this way to do it, but... He just loves little hockey. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, <laughs> like I little mean... Little hockey. Yeah, I, well... Like, strings out a bunch of kids on heroin? <laughs> We've talked about that. Yeah, I mean, I think he still wants the appear like he still wants the Ducks to believe they did it. So I think he he takes some calculated risks, even in the current documentary with Banks on the team. He takes some calculated risks that they'll come together, they'll beat the Hornets, the Cardinals, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, even the Hawks. I think he's 
it's a little angels in the outfieldy where he's like, all right, I I got him here. They have to win it on their own. So I can see that. He's got a code. Yeah, I can see that. I can see him having a code. So I think, yeah, maybe he has some influence and pushes the Ducks to the finals. But then he's like, they got to win it. And then the Hawks just run over them. So the Hawks add to their streak. And, I mean, you would assume Gordon Bombay doesn't go to the minors because he's not this great guy or well, maybe he still uh, he could around. still go to the minors because i still think he has like kind of a coming of age not coming of age but like a an emotional moment as what's his name on twitter might say but that was kind of like a like a uh, not in explicit terms but it was like a deal with the players like you know they're like they're the ones that kind of pushed him to do that oh uh, you pushed us to be good we're gonna push you to be yeah. good. well i mean I don't, I don't know if it's ever really said that way. Well, that's um, it's, that that last scene where they're yeah. like, now it's your turn. It's like, oh, yeah, it's I'm going like, to be going up against kids half my age, whatever, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they could still come together, lose, and then Bombay is like, okay, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, and, like, and then it's still more about Bombay's kind of story. Um, yeah. So so that, does that mean all the Hawks are at the Goodwill Games the next well, year? Well, that's or my question. Like so a, if Bombay still goes to the minor, he's not necessarily the Minnesota Miracle Man. But he still goes to the minors. Let's say he still gets hurt. He comes back. Jan is there. Jan, you would assume Jan's still pushing Bombay to be the coach, but he doesn't have the story. Yeah. There's yeah. No, there's no marketing. Advantage. And it's just it's like, you're pushing me the coach. Like, why? This fucking guy you lost? You couldn't even win like an 11 under league? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay. So we're. I guess we say that they don't go to the junior Goodwill Games. Yeah. Or Bombay is not the coach. I think Banks still goes as part of like an All Star team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's he's more like, of an All Star team. Yeah. The yeah. Minnesota representation or yeah. one of it. Yeah. Yeah. So Banks goes. Um, <laughs> does he perform better? Does he perform worse if he's a hawk and I'm maybe playing with a a bit of a different team, maybe a bit of a better team. Well, he hasn't been humbled yet, I think. So maybe he's kind of like not as great of a player. I don't know. Like, or maybe he's just like super confident. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think he probably stylistically plays a lot different. Yeah. Just based, you know, circumstance. But I think he learns to be a lot more of like a team player with the Ducks than he probably does with the Hawks, mm-hmm. where he's like God. Yeah, I mean, he could still maybe get injured and then have that moment where, like, he feels like he's failing. And, um, yeah, I guess it would just be a question of, like, does he have the coach there to bring him back up after he's failed and then recovers? Um, But you would assume he's still a good player throughout his uh, adolescence there. I think one thing we haven't really talked about is when he goes to the ducks, he's probably getting like double teamed and stuff like they, all these other teams think, Oh, banks is like all they got double team them, you know, you know, when keep... he goes to the ducks. Yeah, yeah. And so that never happens. And so Hawks, he, he still probably was like getting a lot of attention, but you couldn't just focus. Cause then, you know, McGill or Larson would just like put in a few goals. And so banks hasn't really kind of had to adjust his game. Mm-hmm. Like, and so maybe him playing on all only all-star teams it's like difficult for his um development and so he's never had to like find a way to like you know win a different way or anything like that or like break down you know not a press but you know mm-hmm. the equivalent of that similar to how like you know like a, a star you know shooting guard or something has to be able to pass or I, whatever i was just gonna ask that if just 
coming from my ignorance, I guess. Mm-hmm. Are there are there oftentimes like players on a bad hockey team that put up gaudy numbers similar to like there's like this big thing in the NBA where it's like big numbers on a bad team and it's like a warning sign constantly because then when they go to a good team, it's like they get exposed for everything that they are. The only reason they put up big numbers is because they were literally the only option. Like, does that happen very often? Yeah, I think it's it's different than like the NBA because the NBA you can just chuck up shots where it's a little different. I think it does happen, but not to the extent maybe. So I think if you're good on a bad team, I think most teams will still assume, hey, you're like worthwhile to come to my good team. Like I think it's still a good measure of the player, but his stats might be a little inflated because he's shooting the puck more, and mm. um, yeah, the advanced analytics will stay shooting percentage is mostly luck so maybe he's great on it he's taking a bunch of shots so he's scoring more goals where he goes to a good team and he's maybe not scoring as many goals but maybe he can contribute in a different way i think a good comparison is like international soccer where you have like maybe like a really really good like midfielder or like a forward who's like great on the club level um because he's like playing in the premier league or spain whatever but then he goes to play like his god-awful like country and like he can't do anything, um, just because the talent around him isn't as great, and like he requires having like the ball being fed to him. Yeah, yeah. It's you need like, somebody to pass you the the ball or the yeah. And it's like it sucks. And so like an example is kind of is like Zlatan for for Sweden, and he carried like he well he didn't carry the team. He was clearly their best player, but he had like a good enough cast around him that he could overcome it. But like you know like this latest like iteration of like US, it's like there's no like. They they don't have kind of like the scrappy team who can like feed Dempsey or Donovan or, or whatever or feed Christian Pulisic. It's like, you know, when the U.S. failed to qualify because they were just like, you know, essentially people were just like after Pulisic. They were fouling him nonstop and just like keeping him on the wing. He couldn't do what he needed to to get free, and the U.S. couldn't qualify for the World Cup because of it. I mean, there are a host of other, other reasons, but <laughs> but Banks, it's like he, he maybe he hasn't really learned how to like break that down yet. And so I think that could be more of a similar analogy as opposed to to basketball where it's like you can always put up points yeah but your team might get its ass kicked yeah you're not going to score a lot of goals and your team gets ass kicked so does banks's all-star junior goodwill games team beat sweden iceland iceland yeah sorry sorry you're <laughs> yeah. talking about sweden yeah and then everyone looked at me and i was like what did i say iceland yes do they beat iceland uh, I don't. The only reason I would say maybe not is because it's kind of like Iceland seems like it's like an actual team as opposed <laughs> to throwing together a bunch of all stars. And, and Tibbles is still looking for marketing, so he's still getting like, yeah, you know, the Texan, the kid from Miami, yeah. things like that. Yeah, and- I think, I think you still have many of the D2 players mm-hmm. on there, like Dean Portman's still there, Julie Gaffney's still there. Mendoza, Dwayne, all of them are still there. Um, so you have them, and then you have, yeah, maybe some other Hawks, maybe a few other people from different parts. But, yeah, you don't have the, the core of the team. Um, so you would figure maybe they play maybe they play a little too similar to Iceland because Tibbles is all about the goons and that kind of stuff. So maybe he markets it differently. They try to match what Iceland does, and it doesn't work. Um, so you figure they still go to the gold medal and that kind of stuff, though. Do you think any Ducks make the team? Like Fulton 
or mm. no, not at all. I think the Ducks are a package deal, with the exception of uh, Banks. Banks makes a team on his own, but no other duck has a chance. Who do you think has the best chance? Um, Fulton, maybe, because he is an enforcer. He's the size, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's yeah. Like, got the, the gimmick, if you will. Yeah, yeah, he's a specialist. You mm-hmm. can put that... He doesn't, maybe doesn't play a lot, but they put him out there on the power play, and he just rips one. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good call there. So, yeah, so they make the gold medal game, maybe lose. Who knows? Maybe they win in, the, in a shootout again. It's close, though. I think. And so the question is, does Banks now kind of a similar trajectory, although in a different sort of context, does Banks go to Eden Hall? I forget if we've talked about whether or not he has like a family connection there. I don't, I don't know. I think he still goes cause that's clearly the premier. Academy, yeah. Like unless he goes pro. Yeah. Or juniors. Goes goes juniors. Yeah. yeah. Just go straight to juniors. I think he I think he still needs like a couple years. So I think he at least spends 2 years at Eden Hall and then maybe makes the jump depending he doesn't have the support system that the Ducks provide so he makes the jump goes plays in Canada that kind of stuff. So um yeah, so I think a little different but Banks's talent sort of wins out in the end. I think the only question is does the pressure of the Hawks and the coaching and his dad catch up to him when he doesn't have Gordon Bombay and, and the other ducks that like similar to how Gordon, like it happened to Gordon. Yeah. And the other mm-hmm. ducks that like come and ambush him in the, in his driveway. And so you want to play some real hockey, that kind of stuff. Does that cause him to break down? I think so. And uh, I'm going to hearken back to another Emilio Estevez movie, the breakfast club mm-hmm. where he's like this all-star wrestler. And then he kind of has a very emotional scene at one point where he's like, sometimes I hope my, like my knee would just give out so I could like stop having to do this. And cause like his dad pushes him hard. Coach pushes him hard. Oh, yeah. Everyone's expecting him. And so he hasn't had that person's like, Hey, you know, it's, it's okay to lose and like have fun. Like that's, that's what hockey is about. It's fun or wrestling, whatever. And so I could see banks having a similar moment where, you know, maybe he gets hurt the Goodwill games, but he, he doesn't bounce back mm. properly or he gets hurt in hall. And he doesn't know how to bounce back or he's like, thank God I'm, I'm finally done because I don't have Phil Banks being a prick to me all the time. <laughs> um, and, and at the same time, you know, has he ever lost before? Does he know how to lose? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, a great point. That's a great point. And he's always been sort of needed when he was on the duck. So if he gets injured and then Eden Hall continues to win state championships, what does that do for his psyche? Well, so. And I, I know I think we kind of all have a little, a little differing opinions of this. Um, if I remember correctly, I am of the opinion that his dad is a piece of work. Um, <laughs> so you, so I think it opens up the possibility of more of like a Todd Marinovich situation yeah. where he kind of, you know, he gets to juniors or college and he goes nuts because he's been like, you know, sheltered for yeah. this long. So he goes, you know, starts out by eating sugar for the first time in his life and then he delves and then he spirals into heroin so <laughs> don't eat Always sugar you're gonna <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah i think i think so i think we're saying you know they it starts out good and then it sort of slowly devolves where he he sort of hides it maybe junior goodwill games and then eden hall there's a moment or two and then it just spirals out of control in eden hall so um yeah so we're saying if banks Stays with the Hawks. A, heroin addict. B, we're saying he doesn't make it, correct? Doesn't make it to the NHL. Doesn't make it beyond maybe low-level juniors. 
Yes, I I would say that unless he has like some sort of like midlife resurgence. Oh, that'd be a good story. Well, I mean, there. I guess there's also the the maybe Coach Orion is like exactly what he needs though. Mm. Yeah, Hall. that's true. Yeah, that's also a good point. So it's really on Coach Orion to to see it and bring him out. But of does it. he even get that chance? Because he's so talented, he just goes straight to varsity. Yeah, he goes straight to varsity. Maybe sits on the bench uh, for a while. Yeah. That breaks his psyche. A lot of questions. A lot of questions for young Adam Banks. I'm not sure if he can hold up there. So, um, yeah, a little bit of a butterfly effect for for Banks, who's successful going to the team he didn't want to play for in the first place. And if he stays with his normal team, bad things happen. He does heroin. <laughs> he does yeah. heroin. <laughs> Ipso facto, he does heroin. Maybe he winds up, like, in prison with McGill because, mm. like, he winds up doing something stupid with him, like stealing a car because McGill wanted to go on a joyride. And then McGill obviously murdered a bunch of people, so yeah. he's in there as well. McKill. <laughs> McKill, yes. McKill. Oh, yeah. I forgot about McGill. The <laughs> horror movie. Uh, yeah. I'll put that link in the show notes. That's a good one. Yeah, people seem to like that one. All right, anything else on Adam Banks here before we go to trivia? I think we I think we uh, solved, we cracked this nut. <laughs> awesome, yeah. Good episode. I think, uh, I think Quack Lights might have some stuff to add here, so you know where to find us, as I said before, thequacktech.com, at quacktechpod on Twitter, facebook.com, slash quacktechpod. Let's take a short break and then move to the third round of the Quack Attack Mighty Ducks Trivia Extravaganza. We are back, and we are in round three, I guess game number three of round one of the Mighty Ducks Trivia Extravaganza. We have a, a 5-12 matchup here. Mm. Pretty, Those are always the good ones. Yeah, yeah. Dangerous, dangerous 12 seeds. So we have, with the number five seed, Matt. Matt, thank you for being here. Oh, it's an autograph. Thanks for having me. Matt, where are you calling from? York, Pennsylvania. North Pennsylvania. How far north? York. Oh, York. Uh, York. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> York, Pennsylvania. What's the best yeah, thing to like do in Central York? Pennsylvania. Uh, the best thing to do in York, I guess Hershey Park is not far away. Oh, I've been to Hershey Park. I think I've been there too, and we like couldn't find our car in the parking lot afterwards, so we kind of had to just like wait till everyone else left. <laughs> had to buy a new car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you like York? That's uh, all I've known, you know, grow, born and raised. So, I mean, I've traveled to other states and everything on vacations, but it's all right. I mean, the summers are good. The winters, the last like couple of years have been pretty mild. So, I mean, I enjoy it. Yeah. Shout out to global warming. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on to the 12 seed. Our number 12 seed, Nate. Nate, where are you calling from? From St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, Ooh, big wow. news lately. Hey. St. Louis joining the likes of uh, a Quackalite legend, Jared Beasley. Uh, congratulations on the Stanley Cup there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, what do you do out in St. Louis? I'm a graphic designer. Oh, oh. fellow designer. Wow. This is all coming together yeah. here. What <laughs> Have you like worked for anything like we would know? Um, I did work for the Blues for six years. Ooh. Wow. Did you create their logo? Um, yeah. <laughs> I did not create their logo. No. I worked with it constantly, but uh, yeah. 
did you get a Stanley Cup ring? Uh, no, no cup ring. I um, I left there the year before they went to the conference finals. So my last year was 2014-15. Mm-hmm. So I even I didn't even get like a second round playoff win in the time that I was there. Mm. Wow. So they just needed yeah, you to so leave to really. I think yeah, I think that's exactly <laughs> what it was. I was holding them back. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you don't hold yourself back here in this uh, trivia extravaganza. So. Uh, a quick recap for those who didn't listen to our first uh, two matchups here. So we're going to play a little game of categories. As as Marsh said on Twitter, uh, stump the Schwab format. I'm going to give a category. Contestants are going to go back and forth naming one thing from that category. Um, Kevin will say whether they're correct or not. And we're going to keep going until one of you messes up and... Whoever doesn't mess up, whoever's the most right, uh, will win the win the category. You got to win two categories to move on. Uh, you each get one pass. One a pass counts as a correct answer, but one pass per game. That is not per round. And I think I've covered everything. Tommy's going to keep official score, so if he screws up, it's not my fault. He, he Hopefully he does a better job this time. <laughs> I did a great job last time. I was the only one who knew what was going on. No, you constantly had to ask us what the score was. <laughs> I don't think that's right. I he think was, was looking verifying. for confirmation, yeah. He was looking yeah. for confirmation, but whatever Tommy says goes. Um, any questions before we get started here? Nope. I'm good. Awesome, awesome. So, off the air, Matt said that he he is the five seed, he is the higher seed. He wanted to go first in the first category, so he will start it off here. The category is players on both sides, on both teams, or, or a number of teams, to be called for penalties. So, they have to be shown either going to the box or called for the penalty uh, in the documentary. So players to be called for penalties, there are 11-ish. Are we going to count this last one if you look at the... I think so. And to clarify, this is for all three movies. Correct. And so you just name the um, the player for any team who got an on-screen penalty. Good. And we're not counting... Like once a certain player is said, if they got like 10 penalties throughout the series... They're eliminated. You know, just go back and forth on them. Yes. So, Matt started off. Players to be called for penalties. Dean Portman. Correct. Gaffney. Correct. Miguel. Correct. Ken Wu. Correct. Dwayne Robinson. Correct. Fulton Reed. Correct. Mm. Need an answer. Pass. All right. That's his official pass. pass. Oh, double oh. pass. Oh, um, this is tough. I'm going to go with his total guess, but Cole. Incorrect. Incorrect. Oh. So, Nate, you need to get this right to win. Otherwise, it's a tie. That was Nate. Oh, fuck me. Okay. So, so I do now? Yeah, you're, you're up. You have one chance to win. 
Okay. Uh, Captain of the varsity, uh, Riley. Incorrect. So we got a tie. We right? have a tie. Although I'm not sure Tommy counted correctly. No, I think I did. <laughs> like Matt said three, then Nate said three. Okay. And then they both passed. And they both passed. And then they both but then why was it Nate who was wrong? Yeah, who said um who said Cole? I, I had the chance to win. That was me, Nate. Okay. All I have, right. I have three correct or six total correct okay. answers. All yeah. right. So we're tied. We're tied. Let's say uh <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I just thought of another of another guy in the penalty box. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> yeah. So uh realizing that I did not do the um alphabetical sword on this now so yeah. my apologies so there was mcgill there was larson on the hawks he actually hooks conway to set up the penalty shot uh jesse hall gets a penalty in d2 and russ makes fun of him in the box there's dean portman julie gaffney as was said olaf sanderson uh ken Wu, Dwayne robertson fulton reed and then charlie conway in d3 mm, breaking slams, the stick yeah breaking the mm, stick absolutely uh, juvenile Goes to the box, and then the uh, JV gets a bench minor for too many men, which sets up the five-on-three at the end. So those are the 11 uh, in that category. So we are tied here going into the second category, and uh, Nate will start this off. So this is real-life structures that appeared in the film. So this is either anything that was shown the actual name that is a real life thing like a real place yes like a, a real room. place um that was either the actual name or it was very obvious that they were in this specific place so for example if if there was a scene in a park then it wouldn't count if you said like central park but if someone said let's go to central park and they showed the park they showed them in the park i would have counted that so Let's go to real life structures that appeared in the film. Nate, start it off. Ooh, uh, the Mall of America. Correct. The Anaheim Pond. Yeah. Correct. You also you know, did the, not alphabetize. Yeah, I didn't alphabetize <laughs> any of that. Sorry. That was pretty much the only one I could think of. Um, The Hollywood Hills, does that count? What? No. No. <laughs> no. Incorrect. So Matt, you will get it. You will win if you get this right, Matt. Um, does like when they're at Beverly Hills or Dayo Drive count? Hmm. I would Kevin? say I would say yes. Okay. Tommy. Okay. Um, given Mike's parameters, we're saying let's go to whatever. I would say yes because they, they say they say it. This is Rodeo Drive, yeah. and they show the and they cross yeah. the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, so the category was structured, but you are the official judge. So, mm. oh, structures. <laughs> hmm. But you mentioned the park example was yeah. Terrible. That's a that's a tricky one. Park oh, Central that's Park. A, that's is not a, a great point. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Mm. So we'll give Matt the W. Giving it to him, Matt. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was, he's one away from moving on to uh, Sorry, Nate. To the Elite Eight here. So uh, the structure is Mickey's dining car. 
Um, and then there's a couple of uh, youth arenas that was actually the name was actually shown in the background. Um, that was Parade Arena and New Hope Arena. Uh, there was the Met Center, home of the Minnesota North Stars, uh, the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. There was uh, the pond you said Minnehaha Arena, where Bombay uh, gets hurt. That was shown on the background. Actually, not filmed in Minnehaha Arena, but mm. it's real life place, so counts. Uh, the Emerson School, they yeah, rollerblade by. We've talked about that on the pod before. Yeah, Mall of America was mentioned. Bandbox Hamburgers, the diner. Um, Le Habitude. Le Habitude? I don't know. <laughs> That's the Rodeo Drive actual store that they were in. And then the Minnesota Club mm. was a real place, so I counted it. I think it's called the Minneapolis Club now, mm. but mm. counted it. So let's move on to the third category. So Matt is up one nothing, and he will start this one. This one I did sort alphabetically. Thanks. Yeah, I'll do it for you. Um, this is teams in the Junior Goodwill Games. There are ten of them. Matt, take it away. Team Iceland. Correct. Team USA. Correct. Team Russia. Correct. Trinidad and Tobago. Correct. Team Canada. Correct. Team Germany. Correct. Team Italy. Correct. Oh, that was the last one I had. Um, Need an answer. Team uh, Sweden. Correct. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Need an answer. Uh, Greece. Team Greece. <laughs> no. Incorrect. And so <laughs> Nate uh, can win this one by getting this right. Uh, Finland. Mm, and close. Wow. Different oh. F country. Wow. That was a good run, though. That was a good run. The 10 teams by alphabetical order Canada, Denmark, France, Germany, which is the one I think you guys would have got because the U.S. actually played Germany. Wait, they got that. They got Germany. Oh, they got they Germany. Did not get Denmark the two they missed were Denmark yeah. and France. Oh, okay. Iceland, Italy, Russia, Sweden, Trinidad and Tobago, and the United States of America. All right, so we're going to the fourth category here. And um, random number generator uh, creates some overlap sometimes. So we are at the fourth category. So Nate's going to start it off. These are teams the Mighty Ducks are shown playing against in all three films. And this includes forfeits. So teams the Mighty Ducks are shown playing against in all three films. Nate, you are up first. The Hawks. Correct. Team Iceland. Correct. Team Italy. Correct. The Cardinals and D1. Correct. Team Russia. Correct. Team Italy. It's already been said. Hmm. 
And that means Nate gets the point because he already has three correct to Matt's two. Wow. Got a barn burner here. We do have a barn burner. We go to the fifth category. Fifth category. So I only had five. So uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I better hope there's a winner here. <laughs> All right. So the fifth category. And just to run down the teams you guys didn't mention, oh, yeah. um, the Jets, the Flames, the Huskies, the Hornets, uh, Trinidad and Tobago, Germany, the Blake Bears, and the Eden Hall Varsity. And I guess one other team you could have mentioned wasn't on here was like the uh, the Street Kids. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I did we not would have accepted some form of answer. I did not I include them on there. All right. So the fifth and final category. This is pro and college teams whose logos are worn by Mighty Ducks. I'm a, I, I put D5 members there. It's actually Mighty Ducks. So pro and college teams whose logos are worn by the Mighty Ducks. There are 15 of them. At any point. At any point in any of all three films. Uh, pro, and, pro and college teams whose logos are worn by the Mighty Ducks. Uh, Matt, you are up. Philadelphia Flyers. Correct. The University of Minnesota. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. Correct. Uh, University of Maine. Correct. The Minnesota Twins. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> the Dallas Stars. It's correct. Ooh. The Nordiques. I'm sorry, what was that? That is correct. The Nordiques? The Bombay had the hat. Well, that is... Well, I'm, I'm going to... Well, I, actually... I, hmm. Quebec Nordiques. I mean, I'm, I'm actually going to say that is incorrect. I have no idea. <laughs> and, I, and I'll explain afterwards. Okay. So where are we at? Uh, we are... Uh, hold on, sorry. Uh, it's tied at three right now. Nate, Nate has up. a chance to win by getting this right. All right. This kind of depends on timing, but the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. I have it on there. Yeah. Are, yeah. You, are that, you accepting it? Yeah, we're accepting it. Yeah. Um, so Nate's our winner. And so real quick. And so, um, Matt, um, I think you were thinking of the Canadians. Because that's what Guy wore. Um, and originally, I was going to say... No, yeah. I, no, I'll be honest. I was. I had the image of Bombay with this Nordique hat on. So, sorry. So, Ooh. I... <laughs> I mean, if you can prove it, I'll bring you back. But I, I do not remember seeing Bombay with the Nordique oh, yeah. hat. Yeah, that was... Got some controversy here, folks. Bracket. Yeah, I can definitely prove it. I'll bring it up for you. All wow. right, all right. This Ooh. is. Do we do we have another category in our pocket or something? Uh, oh, you want to? How are we uh, advancing this? I mean, I'm gonna. I think we could we could bring them both back, um, at a later date, if if uh, Matt can prove the Nordiques are are back, are are true. And you get to replace Mike on the pod. Yeah. So, 
I had a feeling this was gonna happen. There's a lot of details, so like, and I'm trying to fly through them at ten speed most of the time. So I had a feeling it was gonna happen. So yeah, I will. I will. We will extend this into the future if we can get some um, proof. Yeah, and so I guess. Um, hmm. Well, what if um, I'm googling it right now to see if I'm if I'm right or not if I could find it like well, well what if we just continue going and then this way like we have a definitive winner or not if because like it would say Nate just starts naming them because like what we just counted as correct but then Nate has to go so do you guys want to just continue oh okay yeah we can continue all right okay okay sorry so Matt said so it's Matt's turn again um yeah, so no, it would go to Nate. But, so, no, because Nate, Cause just Nate got it right. said Muddy Ducks. Oh, that, that's right. Sorry. So, um, Matt, your turn. Yeah, so Matt, keep going. Okay. The Los, Los Angeles Kings. Uh, incorrect, according to this list. But yeah. Yeah. Mike's Again. been wrong before. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'll, I'll give it to Nate. There was a couple of these questions, like I'm kicking myself. I'm like, I do the more players in the penalty box. I knew more. I'm like, how did I get that wrong? Wait, Nate, but <laughs> Nate needs cool, to get this correct yeah. in this scenario. I still have to get one correct here? Yes. Yeah, but if he gets one wrong, oh, we'll then, cross that bridge. Well, yeah, we'll <laughs> just get it right. <laughs> uh, Minnesota North Stars. I, well, I'm pretty sure there's a hat. <laughs> so Bombay, yeah, Bombay is wearing a hat, but it's, it's tough in, in D2, I believe. This was a tough category. I'm just gonna, so I'm just gonna <laughs> tough for state you, the obvious. <laughs> well, he is he does wear a North Stars hat in D two. Okay. So this he, isn't like the the Nordiques hat controversy. Yeah. It doesn't Charlie have a North Stars in his in his room? Like he he in, does, but he's not wearing it. So uh, there was there was three hats that Charlie has in his room that he's that are on it, but it, he's never shown wearing. So I. Decided to disqualify them. Yeah, so Gordon Bombay is wearing a North Stars hat backwards in D2 when they're doing, like, the little three-bar thing. Can we prove that's a North Stars hat? Um, as opposed well, to... Well, it was... There's definitely one point where he's wearing the actual North Stars in logo, right? On well, his hat? Yeah. And wouldn't... Weren't the players wearing it? Oh, they had to be Ducks. Not the Mighty Ducks, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I guess... If we say, I mean, there's, then there's controversy. Is Bombay a mighty duck? This was this is just a disaster. You're the one that made the round, dude. No, <laughs> this is just a disaster. So I don't think I don't think I included Bombay. I think that is where the discrepancy is coming from because I don't think I included Bombay. I inclu- I was looking only at the kids. You didn't specify because remember you specifically said just the mighty ducks. Yeah. Now Bombay I, is a duck. He built them. He owns them. Hmm. That's, that's a tough. tricky question. This is tough. Do you consider like Bill Belichick to be a patriot? He wasn't in this movie now, was he? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, for, you know. I don't know. Tricky. Tricky. Yeah, thanks um, for making the clear trivia around there, Mike. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. I am um, taking the L on this one. So Nate won? I'm going to say Nate won unless <laughs> Matt makes a strong case which like i am willing to listen to through email um but very controversial 
and uh, just apologize to all the quack lights everywhere for this round. It was uh, really just a disaster from start to finish. So Mike's going to learn from this. Yeah, going to learn from this, going to come back better. Uh, congratulations, Nate. It's a hollow victory, but a victory nonetheless. I'll take it. And uh, Matt, I, I apologize yeah. for not making it more clear. I feel like I let you down. No, no, that's okay. I'm a big fan of the pod, and uh, I'm just really kicking myself because last year during trivia, last you know, two years ago, whatever it was, I was just sitting there. I'm like, okay, I got this one, I got this one. Like, oh, one thing I could try, and then like I try it, and I'm so horrible. <laughs> but congratulations, <laughs> to Nate. I hope you go all the way, dude. Thank you. Wow, good, good sportsmanship. That's, that's some great sportsmanship right there. Yeah, just making the world a better place. One. Compliment. That's some scooter level sportsmanship. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe sans the kiss, but yeah. <laughs> or in kissing each other on the cheek, but still good. So, um, yeah, let's just let's just end it. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Go to quackdeck.com. Quack... What? What's that? I was going to say, what, what other uh, uh, logos did we miss? Oh, so again, I, I did not sort this one alphabetically. <laughs> I apologize. Um, uh, Philadelphia Flyers was said San Jose Sharks Averman's wearing that D5 uh, when Bombay first meets them Minnesota Vikings Terry Hall's wearing a Minnesota Vikings shirt um, uh, underneath his coat uh, Montreal Canadiens Wisconsin Badgers Terry Hall's D5 jersey when they play the Hawks the first time so Carp is wearing what looks like a Chicago Bulls logo on his D5 jersey uh, one of our Quackalites previously pointed out that it's likely the Sa- South St. Paul Packers high school hockey team, but I would have accepted Chicago Bulls. Um, uh, let's see. Eagles, Twins, Drexel University. Goldberg's wearing a shirt in D3. Um, said University of Maine. Minnesota Moose, the old IHL team. Connie's wearing a jersey of them in D3. Uh, Dallas Stars was said, and the Florida Panthers, Luis Mendoza is wearing a jersey uh, of them when they first go to Eden Hall and are playing uh, the roping thing before Orion comes onto the ice. So that is everybody. Plus, and then whatever else Mike missed. <laughs> yeah, whatever else I missed um, and did not make clear. But I tried hard and I failed. <laughs> So here's your lesson. Never try. <laughs> Go to the quackadeck.com at quackadeckpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quackadeckpod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Please. <laughs> if anyone's pity, actually listening. Still. Out of pity for me and my failures. Um, Go to the shop. Get some gear for summer. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack.